Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Thursday, August 13th, 2020. I'm Rich Straffolino. Bloomberg's Mark Gurman reports that, according to sources, Apple plans to launch a set of subscription service bundles with the launch of the new iPhones in October. These will include different tiers, with Apple Music and Apple TV Plus included in the lowest price bundle, with Apple Arcade, Apple News Plus, and extra iCloud storage added in subsequent tiers. The higher-end bundles would also include a new fitness subscription service that would offer virtual classes and workouts. Sources say Apple will not include hardware financing costs in these bundles at launch, but will offer a year of free service with the purchase of some hardware. The bundles will also reportedly work with Apple's family sharing system. Apple refers to these bundles as Apple One internally, but it's not clear if this will be the name they launch under. Director Martin Scorsese has signed a multi-year deal with Apple TV Plus to produce and direct film and TV projects. Reuters reports that Scorsese's next film, starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro, called Killers of the Flower Moon, will be distributed in theaters by Paramount and then come to Apple TV+. TechCrunch reports that, according to sources, ByteDance and India's Reliance Industries Limited have been in talks since late July to secure a Reliance investment in TikTok in a move to help bring the app back to the country. India was TikTok's largest market outside of China, but has been banned in the country since June 29th. TikTok's business in India is reportedly valued at over $3 billion. Square announced it's testing offering short-term loans through its Cash App. The test is limited to about 1,000 users currently. Loans can be between $20 and $200, must be repaid within four weeks with a flat 5% fee. If the loan isn't repaid in that time, users would not be able to take out additional loans and Square would charge a 1.25% non-compounding interest each week after a one-week grace period. At Intel's Architecture Day 2020 virtual event, the company revealed details about its upcoming Tiger Lake mobile processors. These 11th-gen core processors will use four compute cores based on its 10-nanometer Willow Cove architecture and be the first Intel processors to use integrated ZLP graphics. Z graphics on Tiger Lake will use 96 execution units, 50% more than the outgoing Gen 11 Intel graphics, running up to 50% faster frequencies, with support for AV1 codec decoding, up to four 4K displays, and able to playback video at up to 8K at 60 frames per second. Tiger Lake will also launch with support for Thunderbolt 4, USB 4, PCI Express 4.0, and LPDDR5. Intel will officially launch Tiger Lake processors on September 2nd. Electronic Arts says it will add more skin tones and hairstyles to the game Sims 4 in response to black streamers and others from the Sims 4 community asking for better representation. The Sims 4 executive producer Lindsay Pearson says it will also be a priority for the team to fix current problems with some skin tones in the game, adjusting the blotchy artifacts and ashy tones added in previous updates. Epic Games announced a permanent price cut for Fortnite's in-app currency V-Bucks with a new price available on console and PC versions of the game. On mobile, Epic introduced a new direct payment option on both iOS and Android versions of the game. This provides a new discounted price and sends users to a payment screen to input either a credit card or PayPal information. According to Epic Games, currently there are no savings if players use Apple or Google's payment options. Waze updated its Android and iOS apps to notify users worldwide if they're approaching a railroad crossing. Back in 2016, the National Transportation Safety Board asked tech companies for the feature after a truck driver collided with a train using Google Maps. Google-owned Waze's volunteer map editors verified railroad crossing data provided by organizations and rail network operators, such as MTA Long Island Railroad, 
Amtrak, the Railway Association of Canada, and the Secretary of Communications and Transportation of Mexico. Waze had to rely on its local map editors in other parts of the world. Dropbox announced an upcoming password manager, Secure Vault for sensitive files, and computer backup feature back in June, all of which are now available to global users. However, Dropbox passwords will only be available on its Plus and Professional plans, Dropbox Vault only available for Plus and Family plan users, but computer backup is now a feature for those on all tiers, including Dropbox's free basic plan. Facebook launched a U.S. voting information center on Facebook and Instagram apps. Users can use the center to check on their voter registration, register if they haven't already, and request mail-in ballots if available in a state, with voting alert notifications available about any approaching voting deadlines. Information provided will be sourced from state election officials and other nonpartisan civic organizations. And finally, in Chrome 86, Google will begin testing showing domain names only in Chrome's address bar rather than full URLs. The move is in an effort to protect users against scams and phishing attacks using misleading URLs. The test will be rolled out to a random subset of users in the Canary and Developer Builds of Chrome, or users can enable the setting in the Chrome's Flags page. Apple's Safari browser only shows domain names in the address bar by default. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.